Hello, listeners, and welcome to Starry Nights, a Tic Tac Topher Christmas special. As we count down the days until Christmas Eve, we will explore what makes Christmas special, share in our favorite Christmas stories, and go behind the scenes of an amazing, unique body paint artist. Featuring our guests, Gio Johnson, Seth Powers, Brandon McGill, and Caitlin Greno. Hosted by Topher. So grab your hot cocoa or peppermint mocha and sit back and relax. This is Tic Tac Topher Starry Night's Christmas Special. What's going on, listeners? This is Christopher. I'm sitting next to Gio Johnson. Gio, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. My goodness, it seems like deja vu, but it's Christmas time now. It is. I know, I know. <laughs> well, what have you been up to? Talk to me about it. Uh, what haven't I been up to? Um, this last weekend, I was in a production of The Nutcracker by the Arizona um, School of Classical Ballet up north. That's amazing. How did that go? It went fantastic. Um, obviously, it's always a lot of work for me because I'm not only performing in it, but I'm always doing costuming as well. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what kind of goes into it? I mean, I was in theater for a little bit um, towards the beginning of my career before I went to film school. And then I also mm-hmm. did stage um, production for a cruise liner for a little bit as well. So I kind of know what goes into productions. Um, I'm sure there are a little bit more hoops that you have to jump through because of the pandemic. But what do you have next in your career? Well, you know, we have a lot of great things actually set up for this coming year that I'm excited about. Uh, one is our show is in its second year. Uh, we recently had our anniversary. We have a show that's coming Friday, um, every Friday, pretty much at Stacy's. We'll mm-hmm. be there. Uh, but we also have um, the Pride Tour coming up. Pride Tour. What is that? Yes. And then first of all, what is your show called? Our uh, show is called The Pride. The Pride. Ooh, yes. Okay. And that is because um, our show consists actually of former Mr. Phoenix Brides. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we always have different guests come in. Um, because we always want to have also our queens um, showcase as well. Mm-hmm. So we have a variety of performances, which keeps the show really fun and interesting. Right. Um, but the Pride Tour is actually uh, for nonprofits. Okay. Um, it's a tour that was um, put together by Christopher J. Hall uh, from Tucson. And this year he's doing it for the Girl Scouts. So all the no way that's really cool. Yeah, so all the funding that we raise is going to go towards the Girl Scouts. But what he wanted to do is he wanted to reach out to those rural areas in mm-hmm. Arizona that don't necessarily get the performances and the shows all the time. And we're actually going to places like Ajo, um, like okay. Havasu. I love that. I love that. Well, welcome to your Christmas special. Thank um, you. We are here to talk about everything Christmas. Uh, and everything that this holiday has to offer. Because I know that sometimes for the LGBTQ community, it can be either a little bit of a bittersweet um, being with chosen family or uh, with their family. So Mm -hmm. whether or not they're supportive or not. But um, we're here to talk about kind of all of that. So I don't know, do you have a story that you would love to share with us? Um, Kind of what makes your Christmas... Yeah, I mean, I would definitely start by saying first that my family has been very supportive. Obviously, we went through a rough patches when Mm -hmm. I first came out. But um, since then, they have been very supportive. They've seen me um, be a successful man. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's in reality what a lot of parents wish for their kids. So 
Um, my family has been super, super supportive. I definitely do have certain Christmases that stand up in my mind just because of how interesting they were. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, our Christmases were always spent at my grandmother's house when we were little. Um, but after a while, we all started growing up and we would always try to um, make it for Christmas, even if we couldn't make it um, to have a get together during um, during Thanksgiving. And I remember during a time frame where I took on one of many jobs, of course, I became a truck driver. <laughs> a truck driver. Oh, my goodness. That's like horror stories. I could barely drive through the snow in my little Mini Cooper, let alone uh, 18-wheeler. Did I say that right? You said it right. Um, yeah, it's funny because um, at one point, my partner at that time um, said, you know, I really always had this... Um, thing of wanting to learn how to become a truck driver. I know that it pays well. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, I want to go to this little meeting about becoming a truck driver and see if it's for me and stuff. Right. And I said, well, I'll accompany you. I'll go with you and see what it's all about. Me having a background of being a dancer, designer, um, completely different things, but always a very hands-on type of person. Right. Um, I went... And and I thought it was interesting because, you know, you see some older people there taking class and right. wanting to do this. And I said, you know, if this person can do it, I can do it. You know, I started putting that in the back of my mind. That mentality, it's a good one to have. Yes, yes. So I saw it as a challenge and um, I decided to do it with them. Mm -hmm. So we went as a team Although you still have to do your six months of training by yourself. Oh, my God. Separate from each other um, with different mentors. Um, I could only imagine trying to parallel park that thing. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't you, know even know if you can do that. But. Yeah, it's part of the test. You Oof, have to pass. Don't um, knock over any of those cones. <laughs> but, um, I mean, talk to me a little bit about kind of the hardest thing. I mean, I'm sure a lot of truck drivers driving, I mean, especially right now, mm -hmm. um, they're dealing with that demand right supply versus demand i don't know all, all of you guys out there who are in economics but um <laughs> there's not a lot of truck drivers right so i mean what's the biggest or your most memorable memory of maybe having a christmas and trying to either make it home in time for christmas because i'm sure as a truck driver you're driving across country right oh yeah and that it's usually the time that you're needed the most around Christmas. Right. So I do have a very specific time that I remember I told uh, my partner at that time, you know what? It's getting close to Christmas. We need to make sure that we stay close to Arizona because right. I really don't want to miss Christmas with my family. It's a big deal. And um, he said, sure, sure enough. Uh, we were in California and we were offered <laughs> a trip. Mm -hmm. With a lot of miles, which meant extra money. And we would um, deliver this merchandise all the way in Connecticut. So from, from California <laughs> to Connecticut. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, I said, you know, if we can make the math and we can make it back into uh, Phoenix, Arizona by the 23rd, that'll be great. Because the 24th is when we would normally get together with my family in the evening and... Uh, basically open our presents at midnight, which is Christmas for us. Um, and he said, let's do it. So I said, okay, let's do it. 
Uh, and of course, everything, everything happened. After we delivered the merchandise um, in Connecticut at a warehouse, we went and picked up some other merchandise to take back because that's kind of right. how you would make your way back by um, doing other little jobs. And we had to go to Columbus, Ohio, but there was this snowstorm. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, <laughs> Connecticut's all the way up by New York, right? I mean, yes. that's, so driving from California all the way up to Connecticut, for some of our listeners, just to kind of paint that picture, and then turning back around, around to yeah. kind of make it back home to Phoenix. I mean, that's mm. insane. And then Ohio's kind of in that middle point. But yeah. I could only imagine trying to get, I mean, getting stuck in this snowstorm. Jeez. Oh my God. We were driving sometimes I feel like um, 20 miles per hour because we had to be so careful. Um, but the time when we made it to drop our merchandise um, at um, this place, um, we could not unhook the trailer. Uh-huh. The whole um, trailer had frozen underneath where you hook and unhook the trailer from your actual truck. And um, we were like, what do we do at this point? So we called our office and um, they sent us somewhere. And sure enough, all you can do is defrost it. So that's what they did for us. Um, So there we had like six extra hours. Where did you guys go? Were you just like (laughs) hanging out in in your car or or the truck part of the car? Right. Because I mean, it has I'm sure it's like a very small, almost like cabin type. And we really couldn't hang out for those uh, for those six hours in there because we couldn't unhook it. So they had it in the shop and they had heaters underneath that trying to defrost it. So at that time, we actually we're just spending time at a restaurant, um, making time, killing time at a truck stop. And uh, uh, finally, by the time it was ready, we took it back to the yard and unhooked the trailer and picked up an empty one. And mm-hmm. we're like, okay, ready. We're ready to go. Uh, let's pick out our next little um, uh, merchandise and take it back to Arizona. And sure enough, we had a job that will take us back to Arizona. Uh, but we didn't. We really didn't take the time um, to check the trailer to make sure it was in your really, new trailer, right? Yeah, After you dropped trailer. the old one off, correct. And um, uh, we took it, and we were heading south. And um, all of a sudden, our brakes from the trailer caught on fire, and we didn't know what was going on until someone honked at us and said, "Your brakes are on fire." So that we sounds got, like a actual nightmare, not was. only getting stuck in snow, but having that part where, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen a big trailer, but I mean, it's kind of like the Lego part. They kind of fit together, but I just imagine that getting stuck and then all of a sudden getting that brand new one. You guys are finally on your way to Arizona and then the brakes got on fire. <laughs> then nope. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys want to be truck drivers out there, but nope, I don't think you're not selling me on that one. <laughs> Yeah, you do make good money, but it, it's a lot of work. Right. I mean, you get to travel, though, too, right? So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, those are unique yeah, benefits. We definitely did, um, since we were doing it as a couple, mm-hmm. as partners, uh, we did take a lot of advantages. Um, mm-hmm. There were times that we were in California, and we would just drive, unhook our trailer at our yard, and then drive to the beach and spend the day by the beach, rent some bicycles at Venice Beach, and have a great time. I love Venice Beach. It's amazing. Oh yeah. So we had a we had a lot of great moments. Uh but this was just I mean incredible how all these things that normally weren't happening for us all uh-huh. of a sudden started happening. I 
I heard um, a Christmas song on the radio, um, I'll Be Home for Christmas. And I swear, I started getting like teary eye. I was mm-hmm. like, this is my story. Like, I really hope that I'll be home for Christmas. Um, we had to get the brakes fixed. Obviously, right? Obviously. Um, by this time, we were already pushing our time. I said, I don't think we're going to make it in time. And he's like, we will, we will. Um, I promise you, we'll make it in time. Sure enough, by the time we got to Arizona, it was the 23rd at 3 p.m. We rushed to my sister's house and took showers and went to um, our family get-together, which was at my aunt's house at that time. Mm-hmm. And we were able to see the whole family and spend Christmas. And um, we definitely had a really great story to talk Aww. about. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, how long ago was this? This was a couple years ago? or Oh, this was uh, about seven years ago. Seven years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to uh, ask you that again just because we had that motorcycle. Um, so I'm just going to have, I'm going to ask you, be like, so you made it home for Christmas? Be like, yes, we did. Like, okay. blah, blah, blah. So, Gio, after those brakes caught on fire, did you make it home for Christmas or... I did. We finally uh, made it back to Arizona uh, on the 23rd. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You were that close. At 3 p.m. Oh, my gosh. I love it. We went to my sister's house. We took a shower and headed over to my aunt's house where the family was waiting Mm -hmm. um, to spend Christmas. And I had the greatest story to talk about. (laughs) I love it. Well, as a kind of as you're getting older, right? Because we're all uh-huh. growing up. And I, I always have those specific memories that as a child, either making cookies or um, those peanut butter cookies with the chocolate kiss on top or oh, yeah. opening up PJs uh, at midnight or doing Christmas at midnight and mm-hmm. all of that. What is or what is what are one of or some of those traditions that you're going to take away um, when you start your own family? Um, well, I mean, definitely one of the biggest traditions has been to always, you know, decorate for Christmas, um, to have Christmas music. But when we still get together with the family, Mm -hmm. I was actually asked again, um, to come back, um, to our family's reunion as Santa Claus for the third year in a row. No way. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever shown up in a trailer? In a, Santa, in a Santa costume, that'd be amazing. That would be really interesting. That'd be really, really cool. But, you know, um, uh, with my theater background and with um, uh, my makeup skills and costume skills, I didn't just show up uh, as a skinny Santa Claus, of course. I made myself a suit that made me look just like Santa Claus. Um, did a lot of changes on my face with makeup and stuff, um, blue contacts, everything that I could to make sure that the kids did not recognize me. And we had a blast because the, it, there's nothing, there's nothing like seeing, um, the kids' faces when they get to see Santa Claus because a lot of times kids don't have Santa Claus show up right. at their house. On it's Christmas. very priceless. It's priceless <laughs> and unique. And I love that. Well, awesome. Well, uh, thank you, Gio, for taking the time. And um, if there's anybody out there that you would like to wish Merry Christmas to or happy holidays, who would it be? Um, everyone, everyone, I wish you all a Merry Christmas, happy holidays. I, um, I think there's, you know, whether you have your chosen family or your um, direct family, um, you know, the best thing to do is to um, just embrace any type of 
family that you have and love them and uh, feel the love that they give you because it really is all about that. It's mm-hmm. about cherishing your family and um, loving and giving love. It's the togetherness. Mm-hmm. But well yes. said. Awesome. Cool. Definitely. Well, Merry Christmas to you and we will talk to you soon. Merry Christmas to you too. Mm-hmm.